Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to the Huddle with Monica D. Livingston, a safe space to dialogue, create, celebrate, and gain the tools to execute and dominate on the field or in life. This is the place where we discuss the fumbles and the touchdowns, the struggles and the successes. This is where we come to get better. So huddle up. Are you ready? Are y'all ready? Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of The Huddle. Our iSlide team captain today is Brandon Lark. Brandon is a highly successful international business owner. And let me tell you something about Brandon, what I love. He is not stingy with his success. Brandon's a strategy coach, a clubhouse app superstar, but he lends his expertise. He wants to help others reach their peak performance in business. I don't care if you're an experienced business owner or in the preliminary stage of your entrepreneurship journey, Brandon has something for you in this episode. It is packed with tangible tools to increase sales, regardless of your industry. I don't care what you do. And he also tells you how to use content creation as a way to explode your customer base. And don't forget this thing, man, my favorite quote. Well, that quote is going to resonate with you throughout the rest of this week, but you just got to keep listening to find out what it is. Just just keep listening. Download, subscribe today, and don't miss this episode with Brendan Lark, our iSlide team captain, on this episode of The Huddle with Monica D. Livingston. The next voice that you hear, of course, will be mine. I mean, it's my, it's, you know, it's my show. But then our iSlide team captain, Brandon Lark, is going to hook you up. So keep listening. We also had some fun. So listen, listen. And this episode, I want you to listen with a pen and a notebook because you need to take notes. Uh, Again, if you are trying to start a business, we got info for you. If you think you've already achieved everything you need to achieve in business, you haven't. So take some notes. The word of the day is going to be discipline. Listen for it. That's the key. That is the focus. Listen for the gem that's dropped about discipline. When we return, Brandon Lark, our iSlide team captain, in the huddle with Monica D. Livingston. The huddle with Monica D. Livingston team captain segment. It's sponsored by iSlide USA, the place to get your favorite team slides, whether it's NBA, WNBA, NHL, MLB, and more. You can also rep your college colors as you slide around campus in a pair of stylish and comfortable iSlides. And if you're feeling creative, design your own pair of slides. That's my favorite part. I get to put whatever I want on a pair of iSlides. Visit iSlideUSA.com and get started today use code monica that's right you heard me use code monica at checkout and receive 15 percent off of your total purchase go do it now stand in what you stand for with iSlide usa hello hello brandon is in the building welcome to the huddle how are you today doing well thank you for having me well thank you for being here um you know brent did you ever play any uh, sports in in high school i ran track cross country um i wasn't on the other sports teams but i am a sports player so i can play basketball i can play football okay i can do a little tennis okay um i can do soccer to an extent um it's more running than i thought it was um but i can do a little bit well um so yeah. i like sports and i I like to physically be in it. Okay. Um, so either in the arena watching it, like I can go to the hockey game and if I'm there, I love it. I can't watch it on TV. Um, but if I'm in the arena, I'm all in. Oh, I love that. I love that. You're right about soccer. See, I already like you. Soccer is one of those sports <laughs> that I'm like, I don't have any type of understanding. All that running and then one big kick and you have to you start know, all over. Come on. You know what I, and it's funny because I, when I first started playing in with some of the guys who played in high school, I just thought you ran up and down the field. They have like as much of the field they can go before they have to stop. Right. You know, every player don't go back and forth. And so I was just like, hold on, wait, I can't go all the way. What is this? How do I know? 
Um, so because it's, it's different. Like when you yeah, play it's out totally in, different. in the street, you know, just rec ball, it's just everybody just up and down. Yeah. But there are real rules to it. Real rules. <laughs> and that, I think that was the part I was like, oh, so you don't just run and kick right. the ball and try to get a point. <laughs> but it is still a whole lot of running regardless it of is where a you lot. have to stop. Well, and I'm a runner. So to be a runner, I was like, oh, I can totally play yeah. soccer. And I was like, oh, no, this is a different level. It, it is. Right. It's that spurt and then stop and then start again. And, you know, yes. now, um, so that is our philosophy here in the huddle. So since you spend some time in sports, you understand that what a huddle is. We we utilize that time as athletes to come together. It's kind of a sacred space. The other team can't be there. A lot of times the coaches are not even involved in it. And it's this opportunity where we come together, create dialogue with each other, plan, execute, and then hopefully go out there and score. And so I wanted the huddle podcast to be kind of reflective of that same environment where I get people that are doing fantastic things in the world to come into this space. And what happens here stays here. Everybody's going to hear it. But I want to get that same kind of feeling where we talk about things. And at the end of it, what we hope to do is that someone listening to it is going to feel better, do better, get better. And that's the whole point. And that'd be their touchdown. And so we're just trying to lay the groundwork for that. So again, I thank you for, for being here and uh, let's just get right into it. So it is branding by Brandon, right? Yes. That is a full service marketing and branding company. Did I get that right? Correct. Okay. Now talk to me about this company, how long you've been doing it. What do you do for clients? Okay. So we have been in business for coming up on 13 years this year Okay. and we do full service. So we start with strategy. Um, so similar to the huddle, um, you have to get your strategy together. So for a new company that's helping them lay their foundation, so they can actually understand what they're going to be doing in the market and really understand their market. And then we do all the different components of marketing. So making sure your, your colors, your logo, your website, all are congruent and make sense for who your target audience is. Okay. Um, and then we take you through the channels of social media marketing, traditional marketing, depending on your business, um, creating ad campaigns and building exposure and things of that nature. Um, if you're looking to sell a product into a retail store, we help you with sales and we kind of, we don't do the sales for you or have a sales team, but we can definitely do some training with you on some things that have worked with us for gaining sales and building those relationships. And then we also do a component of private labeling and helping project manage sourcing hmm. from international markets. Well. Cool. That sounds like a lot. That is why you say it's full service, right? It's, full it's service. not just, it, you know, and that's so challenging a lot of times for small business is right. Like small business owners, you have someone that comes and says, well, we can do your books and we can do just your social media to have it all in house. I would imagine is super helpful for entrepreneurs and, and especially, specifically small businesses? Have you found that that is most of your clientele? Yeah, I've, well, that's not most of my clientele. So the majority of our clients have been mid to large size okay. companies. Brandon said he want to get that um, on the record. It ain't just the small people I work with. I got the big balls too. Okay, okay. So, oh, <laughs> uh, and it, the interesting thing for, so I started with small companies when I first started and it was just me. And I was basically a door-to-door -door salesman because we didn't start out full service. And I would go to like strip malls and knock on doors or walk into businesses and say, hey, can we do this for you? Okay. And we'll do it for next to nothing, okay. you know, to prove ourselves. Um, but that became tiresome very quickly. And so I said, there has to be a way for a small guy to get the attention of the big company. Okay. And so I started focusing on how can I land the big companies because they're going to sustain me when the small people can't. And how, how did you do that? Um, so I focused in on companies that have recently got funding. Okay, okay. So research, you had to do some research re to find lots that out. Lots of okay. research, mm -hmm. lots of research. But basically you just got, you know, VC funding for let's say $15 million. Mm -hmm. So you have the money to right. do marketing, right. but who's going to do your marketing? Gotcha, okay. Um, and so those would be the companies that we would go after. Yeah, so see, that. this is so important. Like, Brandon, you just dropped a gem right there. That's a jewel right there. Because a lot of times small business people think, oh, it's all about the grind. And as long as I'm doing something, I'm being creative. When will it happen? But what I heard in that is that you said 
yeah, this is good and I'm grinding, but there's got to be a better way. And you had to put the other work in, which is the research, and then be ready to go after those larger companies to help sustain you. So you, you got to right. sometimes pivot, right? You had to pivot. You have to be willing to pivot. You got to be agile in your business. Um, just because you've been doing something for X amount of years doesn't mean it's the right thing to be doing. You know, you could be just throwing money down the drain. So you have to be self-aware right. of what's going on in your business. Um, a lot of people say, well, this is my passion. This is my passion. My passion is business, but my discipline is what has made me successful. Okay. Say because that one have, more time now. Say that again, Brandon. Say that one more time. <laughs> my passion is business, mm-hmm. but discipline is what has made me successful. I understand that. And, and what I appreciate about you is that you aren't stingy with this success. Because the reason that you came on my my radar, your publicist reached out to us and was so glad that that she did with this amazing story. And I was like, yeah, I need to talk to him now. Today, I need to talk to him for myself, right? And I know some other people that need to talk to him. Walk me through, you know, because all I know is that you helped thousands of business, business owners during the scariest time of their life, I imagine, which was this pandemic. You talk about the world shutting down, but particularly small businesses relying on that economy that is now disappearing from Americans out of their pockets. And a lot of businesses were, were had to shut down. They had no other choice. You were sitting somewhere and said, not on my watch. I can't let that happen. And what did you do? Well, so when... I'm in California, so we were one of the first um, states to shut down. I was actually meeting physically with a client in Northern California when things started to happen. And and so I was witnessing her shake in terms of her body of what was going to happen with her retail store. Wow. And being shut down. Like a a physical, you're sitting physical, like we're having a reaction physically. And she was like, what am I going to do? She really wasn't set up for online. And that was what kind of we were already talking about is like, you're missing some opportunities. Why don't you have an online like you know platform? Why are you not doing some of these things? And so that was the first thing. And so I flew back down to um, SoCal and then I was thinking about it. And me and my team, I had been fighting the team collectively of me going online and doing okay. live content and putting myself more out there. Um, so I like to play my position in the back. Okay. I like to help companies, but I don't need the recognition. You don't have to know who I am. I just want to help. Oh, we and need so, to work together because I got to so, be out there front. I got, but I don't know what I'd be no. saying or doing when I'd be out there, Brandon. I need I'm, you. <laughs> and it's funny because I'm good at being in the front, but I enjoy playing the back. Okay. You know, um, and just kind of showing up when I need to be seen. And so I had been saying I was going to start doing videos. I had literally sat down and did a whole production where I had recorded all these videos that I was going to put out on YouTube. And then I just literally have them sitting in a file. I never did anything with them. And so I said, the kind, once the country started to talk about the country was going to go on lockdown, I said, I'm going to go live every day during the pandemic. Mm. And I'm going to help as many people as possible with real solutions that they can implement today. Wow. Um, because I had already watched a lot of the people in the marketing space and they have all these different courses and I've paid for a lot of their courses just to see what they're saying. And they give a lot of theory. Sure. And there's nothing wrong with theory, but I also co-own a consumer goods brand that sells physical products. Okay. So I'm not just telling you what I think, I'm telling you what I implement with my own business. To right. Generate. Right. And so that's what I did. And I didn't have a huge audience but they created cult-like following of people who would, oh, can you share that video with me? Please don't take it down. Because I would take them down after a week because it was one of those things. If you were there, you were there. Right. It wasn't too bad. Right. <laughs> um, and so, you know, tune in next week because yep. we're here <laughs> we'll Monday through Friday, right? Um, and so then people started saying, no, keep that one up. That was really good. You know, I'm at work or I'm busy with the kids. I can't. And then Facebook groups helped me. Mm. Um, so I joined a lot of the Facebook groups. We had the social unrest and my people were struggling. And so I said, okay, I'm going to get in some of these groups and I'm not looking for anyone to hire my company. I'm just looking to help everyone. Right. So I would do a post in one of the groups to, you know, kind of saying, don't try to pitch your product. You're not here to make a sale. What are you doing in your business? What is your business? And let me give you some real advice that you can implement today 
to hopefully turn things around and start generating. And, and you did that in real time? Like people showed up? In real up? time. Wow. That is, again, again, is so different. I'm like you, right? Serial entrepreneur. Sometimes you take these other courses and classes to see what the competition or other people are doing. But sometimes somebody says something differently, same thing you're saying, but it resonates differently. But what I like about what you did is you take those things and they're more like education, right? And you may pull yes. from it at some point in time. But that kind of stuff isn't helping anybody in an emergency situation in a pandemic. What you're saying is people needed to know what to do. This was Friday. You did this. They need to know what to do Monday morning. Right. They yes. didn't have time to take this all in and let's they, apply they don't have it time to formulate set. a plan. Yeah. No, and, right. And do research. So just some quick like because there's a lot of quick things you can do to plug a hole. OK. What were some Especially, of the things? Give a couple of uh, ways that you said, so hey, boom, you can do this. One of the one of the biggest ones um, was video content. Mm -hmm. I kept hearing people say, oh, you know, I don't have time to hire a video team. We're in COVID. And so it was really just letting people know, go on walmart.com, buy a tripod mm -hmm. and record a video. If the video becomes very popular, you can come back later and make it a big production. Gotcha. Get the content out. Video content performs so much better than stills. Everyone's still taking pictures. They're getting left behind. Right, right. Um, explaining to people how when someone comments on your post on social media asking about it and you're saying, oh, well, DM me for pricing, how that turns a customer off. Right. Like, give them the information. They meet them where they are. You're the one who's trying to sell something. Your pricing isn't some big secret. Right. Like, and you know, um, I met so many people who had their profiles private during this time. And I my saying and people laughing when I said, I'm like, who are you hiding from? Money? Like, <laughs> why is your profile private? I love it. You're, you you have, have a business. Money. Right. Like you're hiding from the money. People are looking for you, you know, and then just talking to some people who have businesses and they want to show me their kids on their page. And I tell them, Listen, as a customer, I don't want to work. Right. I don't want to sift through your family photos. I yep. want to see the product you sell. I want to be able to click a link and I want to buy it. Yeah. And look here, if you make me a whole lot of money, I'll send that kid something for the birthday. But until then, I don't even need to know if you got a puppy, a dog, a fish. I, it doesn't <laughs> It doesn't help me. Right. And I know a lot of, and I believe, because we all say it, storytelling is a big thing. Absolutely. You know, in your business. There's a way to tell your story without me having to see pictures of it all day, every day on your social pages. Um, you know, I, I did a quick training on hashtag research. I think that was one of my best ones mm. that I did this time where people would send me messages and say, hey, I posted this yesterday and I got X amount of more reach on it. I just generated some sales because of that hashtag strategy you gave it. Right. So, so things like that in real time to help keep you know, selling in your DMs. Like it goes down in the DM is a song and it's all fun. But it, when it goes down, it needs to be going down into a business transaction. Right. Like that's how it goes down in the DM. Yeah. You know? Cha-ching. So, yeah. Translate, right? <laughs> exactly. Right, right. And then helping people understand their margins um, and understanding numbers. I think that was a big thing that I saw is people were making money in their business and they didn't know where it was going. Right. They were mingling the funds with their personal and their business. They were, you know, well, oh, I, I worked, I got this, so I have money and then I'll make it work. And so just understanding how to financially look at your business and say, okay, this is my business. This is how I pay myself in my business first and foremost. Yeah. You know? Speaking of storytelling, can you walk us through a particular client that you helped during the pandemic and forget, you know, all the, that part of it. Oh, we we increase social media. I want to hear the behind the story part of why that particular client resonated with you and the success at the end. You know, like w tell me about a special client that you were like, wow, I did this. <laughs> okay, so the one that comes to mind is actually someone I actually went to school with. Okay, we grew up together, and she had reached out to me like two years prior. Okay. And um, she wasn't ready to work with me. Uh -huh. And so right before the pandemic, she had reached out and she signed up with us. And I was like, okay, I'm going to work with you. No problem. I got you. Does hair. Okay. So, you know, salons were shut down. Right. And so she was shaken. Like 
she wasn't behind a chair. She couldn't make yeah. any money. Oh, I know they were shut down, so, Brandon. You should have seen this child before uh, they opened back up. They oh, my God. All the way I'm down. A, <laughs> after I tell this story, I want to tell you what I did during the pandemic with this haircut. Okay. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. So it was, okay, let's tell your story. Mm-hmm. There's so many people who are single mothers who couldn't get a good job and tried to start their own business because they love doing X, Y, Z, and ABC. And they're going to resonate with your story. So we took the time of the pandemic to tell her story mm. and to keep people connected right. and to keep other people who didn't know her connected because we had a plan to roll out X, Y, Z, and ABC when we came out of the pandemic. So coming out of the pandemic, she was able to, able to open her salon back. Clients continued to book. And then she launched her own braiding hair company. Okay. One of few Black women to own a braiding hair company. Wow. And so with working with me, with getting a plan and telling her story, it got people attached to her that you see people who share and they're like, you want to understand why we're so supportive of her? Because when we were in high school, she was braiding our hair on the floor. Mm. But to see where she is and to hear that story is reminds you and like you started seeing um the women who had she had been doing their hair from high school all the way up and she you know she's in her 30s now um and so sharing pictures from back in the 90s where she's braiding their hair wow and people know that no this is something she's been doing and so that's her story that's her journey is something she really loved and now she's created this business behind it. yeah and and what i heard there here's another gem for people listening and the entrepreneurs listening Content is important, like you said, because thank God that you were able to go back and get those pictures. So you always want to be creating content, even if you don't know what to do with it, because it may be a point in time where, you know, it it matters. Um, I do content all the time. It don't go nowhere, but I feel like there's going to be a movie made of me one day and I'm going to be able to say to them, oh, here's the picture from, you know, 2001. Here's the video from, you know, can you download from MySpace? You too young. You don't know nothing about MySpace, but. uh, No, I do. I'm not that young. I just look young. Moisturizing. (laughs) You know how that black don't crack. Yes. So that is fantastic. And so she launched a business during the pandemic during the pandemic people are shutting down and she's launching that's Launched. that's an inspiration and how Launched and how's it and doing found now? great found great success she's in over 30 beauty supply stores she's shipped all over the world as far as to italy so far and she they have rallied behind her she's doing an amazing job her product is actually really really good like not one woman who have tried it have said anything bad they're wow. buying and buying continuously wow um, well you have to help me get her on the show next so i, I definitely her, will so you got to give me that connect um the other thing that that i appreciate that you said and this is just feedback from being on the other side and working with branding people and marketing people is that you said she wasn't ready yet and there's a perception that sometimes on this side you feel like people you know in your position are like they're not serious or they don't have the money to do. And, and sometimes it is just not ready yet. And I talk a lot about the yet, right? We're all chasing the, the end or the other side of that, that yet. And I think it's important for people to, to realize, hone your skill, practice it, get yourself together as much as you can, and then reach out to someone like you, you know, and you got to have some coins. Now you can't call Brandon. Uh, okay. <laughs> like, just already, a few, please. Yeah, I told you he worked with the big companies too. So, right? but I can tell you he's the kind of guy that wants to help. So bring, bring him some. Yeah, it, it's your, in the meantime, you right. know, um, you don't have to be necessarily ready today. Right. Um, and sometimes everyone, you see everyone around you and you get caught up in the noise of what's around yeah. you thinking I have to launch now. Um, but if you really sit and wait for your time, it's going to be that much better for you I love because that. you'll be poised. Um, so even with me, I, I've created programs, I've written eBooks. I, I have so much stuff that I've done that I'm still sitting on because it's not my time. time. I love that. I love that. But you're still working. Absolutely. Continuing to work and continuing to craft. I'll go in and redraft and rewrite because I learned something else that's going to make this particular product that much better when it's time. Right. Uh, You'll know when it's time. 
right. you'll know. Yeah, it it does. It like all almost comes over you, right? Like it's a it rushes over you, and you like what? And sometimes you're not even ready. It you, feels like this undercurrent almost if you're out in the the ocean that's pulling you, and you're like, but wait a minute, I, I'm not, wait, I'm not. I wasn't ready <laughs> to do ready. that. <laughs> right. And it is kind of similar to what happened with me because I wasn't ready to start going live and and being on camera. Okay. And the, so the pandemic is the tide that made me become ready. Right. I I had been making excuses for two years. And that's a great thing when I work with clients because I can relate. I tell them all the time because most of my clients are like, oh, I don't want to do video. I'm nervous. You're not the only one. Right. Right. Oh, so was I. I was getting on camera when I first started fidgeting and touching. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I don't, because I could see myself. Right. And right. I tell people, I don't mind talking. I do public speaking. Oh, right. I can exactly. speak to people. But it's different when you can physically see yourself yeah. while you're talking. Well, and then there's but that then, thing in the back that you go, is that the best take I can get? Let me do it again. When do you're it again. public speaking, I'm just like you, 500 people in the audience all day, every day. All I know day. there's nothing I can do about it. When it's going to come out the mouth, it's going to be it's gonna be one take and that's it. But there's this thing that comes out with video. You're like, wait a minute. <laughs> okay, can, right. it be, can it be better? Can <laughs> right. I do this? Can I? Why did I hold my face like right, that? One Why more time. Me, one more like time. That? I look up that. It's, it, it was dark outside and I was still trying to do one video. Right? That one more time. Yeah. One more time. One more, one more again. So yeah, those are people that feel that way. They got to just get, you know, let it go and just get out there and just start to do it. Now, now listen, yes. you sound like you got it all together. This is fantastic and fabulous, but I want people to know that, Sometimes you're going to have these fumbles, like we like to call them in the huddle, right? Before the touchdowns, you're going to have some fumbles. Walk us through one of the hardest times in your life where you thought, just never mind. Never mind. I'm going to get me a job at Target. No offense to anybody working at Target. I don't mean that. I just don't think it was part of your plan. Um. Well, hmm. and this is important because I know with me, like you said, storytelling is important. Right. So someone listening to this, some young person is going to say, oh, wait a minute. But Brandon did. OK, so I, I can't honestly, I just can't think of um, one. I'm a United States Marine. OK, so for me, thank you for your service. I, thank you all for allowing me to serve. Mm. Um, for me, I need to complete the mission. OK, um, so it's rare that I start something. It may not go the way I designed it. I need to finish a mission. Okay. Um, so I rarely get into a point. Now, things don't always go my way. Sure. Um, but I can't think of something that just sticks out very hardcore for me um, in the world of business. If I could think of anything, actually, I have one now that I'm thinking. <laughs> and this is a, when I did my first business. I had a partner. Oh. Um, and so we ended up parting ways. Um, and I ended up having to buy her out of the company. And so... That was one of the ones that didn't go the way it was planned. Right. But for me, and it could have easily been, hey, let's dissolve this business and go our separate ways. But we had something. Right. And I had something. Right. So for me, it was, I can carry the mission on without you. Um, so you do get those moments of, okay, I need to change and pivot and recapitulate. But what you have to think about in those moments is, why did you start? Understood. Understood. Okay. Tell me someone that's your greatest influence on you and, and why, and why? My parents. Okay. Um, determination, um, taking scraps and creating something out of it. Walk uh, me through scraps. You can't just say that to the people. We, and then like we, we came from, so I have five siblings. Okay. We came from living in a one-bedroom shack. Whoa! You said shack. You didn't one. You had me at one bedroom, and then you just added shack on there for effect shack. or shack. No, no, no stove. Mother cooking on a hot plate. Times when could not pull it together to pay all the bills, and you're filling up water buckets to flush your toilet. Wow! From the neighbors water fountain in behind their house late at night. Wow! So to come from that yes to watch my parents build and build and then build kids who when you meet any of us today if we don't tell you what we've been through you would never know Woo, i just Everyone got goosebumps thinks. and let me tell you something you talk about facial expression you're gonna see this when they play it back you start talking about your parents 
And then building, boy, you just sat up all the way straight. I thought you were going to start marching and saluting around here. And your whole face changed. He mean what he said. Y'all better ever say nothing about Brandon's mama and daddy. Right? <laughs> never, yeah. ever, ever. Right? And so you, you can look at me and my siblings now. Um, we all are successful um, for whatever that word means to anyone um, in our own rights. Right. And, you know, to meet us, you would never know. We would literally right. have to tell you storm we've been through yeah you know people meet me all the time and they say oh your parents did such a great job with you you know you must come from a nice middle class family no we came from the slums that america has for so many minorities talk about it and we built and for us to get here show us a little more respect because we had to fight so much more to get here yeah and it's not to say that people who didn't have to fight didn't have to go through something, because that's something that I learned that, um, quote unquote, rich people, they got problems. It's just not our problem. Right, right. It's just not our problem. Right. And because they don't have our problems, sometimes they can't see it, what we're going through or they overlook it and they take things for granted that they have. So it's not to negate theirs. But if you are from a minority family and you live in a city or a suburb or a rural area that don't have a lot of resources and to be able to come out of that that's a triumph in itself yeah yeah for sure now let's talk a little bit about uh self-care right um i think it is super important and and again the question this this conversation is for other people it's not for you and i i I have this feeling i can feel your energy that you and i could probably get along and talk all night and hang out and and whatever else but this show i really wanted to be an extension of you know this metaphor of the huddle and really for other people as a black man in america right now with COVID everything else that's going along and as a business owner, how are you finding, um, what are you finding to be able to practice self-care? Um, so I'm big on taking care of self. Um, so I disconnect from my phone at least an hour a week, Oh gosh. 100% disconnect. Um, I wish it could be more, but I love my devices. Um, but I take some moments. Um, what I kind of like to say, get in your prayer closet. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't necessarily mean praying all the time, but just being silent yes. um, and hearing yourself for a second, right. you know, calming the noise. Um, I love to eat. Um, so I've, I've been definitely taking care of myself, eating good, <laughs> real good. Um, <laughs> um, and I, I like to talk to my friends, um, you know, um, to be a strength for, for so many people, but to be able to let your guard down and get to your safe, what I call your safety net, which yeah. is your family that don't really judge you. I mean, everyone judges you, sure. but not judging you, right? right? So you can let it down, let your guard down and say, okay, I fumbled here, but I'm okay, you know? Yeah. And so I'm finding those moments um, to be very refreshing during this time. Um, I'm also finding talking to other black men with mm. everything going on in the country, just kind of hearing their woes. What are they thinking? What are they facing? What are they dealing with, um, with everything that's going on, um, with all the social unrest and the social injustice, I've found myself, what has actually been very self self-care-ish or therapeutic for me right. is to talk to my white friends. Mm, okay. About things that normally we just kind of glaze over or we don't talk about and right. it is what it is. We're just different. Um, but having those conversations and watching them come to the realization that they have borderline races or prejudices Biases, that they yeah. don't know that they have. And also me knowing that I have some. We all do. We all do. Yes. That's the biggest thing. You this know, is not one things, way or the other, right? No, it's, we, we, we all, all have do. them. Yep. But I, I think everything that has happened with being locked down and not having a lot of contact with the outside and then having the social piece just helped dialogue 
become better. Right. I love that. Yeah. It's like you have these more intimate spaces. You have your bubble and it has to be more intimate because you're not confusing it with, oh, let's go to this concert tonight. We're at the bar. We're at the club. All those distractions, right? It's literally you and your bubble. How much can you watch on Netflix, right? Somebody has to start talking in dialogue. At some point. Right. And, I, and I'm in that same boat um, that a lot of, you know, my my white friends are dialoguing and I am happy that they want to have the conversation because I know that anytime people are talking, things have an opportunity to get better. It, it's when we are not talking that we're going to struggle. And so it there's fixtures. a lot of there's a whole lot of conversation to be had, though, but but people are, are starting to talk. So that yes. is fantastic. What uh, what's next for you? What's next for me? Um, so entering 2021, I want to help more um, small businesses. Um, I've gotten on the new social app Clubhouse and I'm absolutely loving it. I was going to talk uh, about Clubhouse. That's leading to my next question. I'm absolutely loving it. Um, so I really just want to help more businesses this year. Um, I definitely want to see my businesses grow as I make a few pivots and different things um, from my standpoint, um, maybe bring on a few more staff members um, and expand some things and do some different business ventures this upcoming year and partnerships with other businesses. Right. Um, collaborations are key. I want right? to do a lot of, lot of collaborations. Yeah. I know a lot of people who have great resources and have great audiences that I can help and they can help my audience. So I'm definitely looking to um weave those together this year and the years to come after um and so yeah just help like yeah. that that's my word for 2021 i love it many people can i help um i always say the knowledge has been poured into me and it's my job to pour it into others i love that let's talk a little bit about uh clubhouse um and, and in this format uh, I'll, I'll do it as a question there I've, i love clubhouse also I've, I was in there. Clubhouse will snatch your life. Is it like the real club? Okay. You, you, I was staying way too long. One drink, oh, that last one drink, last song. one last song and one last drink. And the whole day, the whole next day is messed up. Just like the real club back, back in the day. I don't club anymore, but so it it is good. Um, I have had to take off my notifications right, so that I can get some real work done. But the other thing that I have noticed starting to happen, and this is just my theory in Clubhouse, is that there's going to be a clear distinction between the moderators, club owners, right, which are like the producers in a real club. They've got their VIP sections and they're reselling tickets and the audience. I think very clearly as the app ages, you know, everybody get in where you fit in right now. And it is a great app because you can meet people a lot faster than just sitting in your home and scrolling through IG and thinking about who you can meet. But my question to you being on in your side of the business is there are a lot of people also that can make promises, but they can't keep them. So for a young entrepreneur that's just starting out and they're looking for a branding and marketing person, and they just don't know about you yet, because as soon as they know about you, then you're the only person that they should be calling. But what are some things that they can do to protect themselves from getting in too deep or some kind of signs to recognize when someone says, you know, I can get you two million followers by Friday, right? Now that, that one probably most people would be like, okay, now wait a minute. But what are some things that people should be looking for as they try to move their business in 2021 up and start to hire and outsource some of these things that, that you do from a marketing perspective? Um, it's funny because I get asked this question in Clubhouse quite often. Okay. Um, and my answer is always the same thing. As a business owner, you have to protect yourself. Mm -hmm. You need to do vetting of people. Just because someone says they can do something don't mean they can do it. Right. And so don't get rose colored glasses and get excited because you're like, oh, you can answer all my problems. Do your due diligence, do your research, ask them, have they worked in your industry? Read the reviews of what people are saying. Look at the brands that they say they have worked with and look at it as it seems that brand is on the trajectory that you're trying to take your business. You know, so I feel what happens and why people are taken for for a ride so often with branders because it's the trending word of the, of the moment. Sure. 
is they they don't want to do their due diligence mm-hmm. and understand some of the foundational piece. Research again. Uh, research. You're a researcher. I'm a researcher. You, you can't you can't be afraid to research because ultimately it's your business. Right. It's what I tell all my clients is I can't want this more than you. This is your business. So yes, I know, but I would I would be a fool not to give you insight about the industry you're in. And, you know, so I, that's what I'm really big on with telling people um, is doing their research about who they're going to hire, making sure um, something else that I tell people to do um, is because with Clubhouse is information is so free flowing. And I was actually in a room earlier today um, and I ended up leaving um, this morning briefly because the girl who was leading the conversation literally would hear people. And then she was like, oh, yeah, DM me and I can help you one on one. She kept saying that. And in the time I've been on Clubhouse, I literally sit for hours giving people real examples in that moment. Right. I don't have to send you to my DM. Right. I don't. Right. I, if I'm able to help you, there's some surface level things that you can implement today in any sector that you don't need me for. Right. So if your model is to always try to get people into your DM and try to make that sale, that's not going to sustain. I love you. that one. I love that. I think that's real, again, tangible advice people can hold on to. If someone is saying to you, DM me and I'll get it to you. I had one the other uh, day I was listening to one. She said, uh, DM me. And if you follow me, I will send you this PDF. I said, dang, she didn't went gangster with it. You can't just DM. She wanted to follow also. To follow. And then and someone you know, said, will you follow me back? And she said, next question, please. <laughs> ah! And so the interesting is, and I tell people ask me, um, who do I follow? And I always tell them, I follow people that I'm interested in. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Because that's going to curate my view. I'm not following everyone on the app. I'm just not doing it. Um, You can follow me. If if what I've said is a value, I do this often in Clubhouse. I'm going to provide value. When I show up, if I get on a stage, I'm going to either pose a really intelligent question because I want the answer. Right. Or I'm going to pose an intelligent question because I know someone in the audience is afraid to ask that question sure. and they need that answer. Or I'm going to be providing value. Right. With doing that, I'm going to make sales. Yep. That's I don't the thing. have people to don't, give you the sales That's pitch. what people don't understand, right? Like I spend my money where I'm I'm, lo- I'm loyal to you. We've built a relationship. It's the same, re- the same reason that people go to the same bar over and over again, the same restaurant. Because when they walk in, somebody knows their name. I mean, Freaking cheers did a whole song. Everybody knows your name, right? Like we love that connection. That's what motivates people is is connection. And if you can't build that connection and loyalty, then people aren't going to. And so many business uh, entrepreneurs get that wrong about the sale, the sale, the sale. I want longevity money. And and I'm not telling you not to sell because sales is a part of your business and you need to be comfortable selling. But you have to know when and how to sell. Absolutely. And with the Clubhouse app, because you can physically hear or you can hear right. people's voices, you can hear them emotion. You right. can hear the tone. So I tell people to pay attention to that. Yeah. You know, pay attention to that because you can be sit in the audience before just jumping up on stage and you can see how people are handling people right. on these stages. Right. And so I've walked in rooms where the energy's off. I can tell by the tone of the voice of the moderator, I need to be out of here. I don't want to be associated with that kind of tone. Exactly. Exactly. Even if I can provide value, this isn't the place for me to provide my value right. because that's a part of my brand now because I've attached myself to their room. Yeah. You, so you're you have giving. You have a giving giving spirit, Brandon, and and that uh, that's going to take you far. And I'm sure that's why you've had success because people like to rock with you and you're helping people. And when you help people, people become loyal and they want to do business. They just want to be around you. They just want to be around yes. you because they're getting stuff. It feels good. And then well, I, I tell give. everyone. Yeah. I tell everyone the two things that are at the foundation of my business and everything I do is integrity and loyalty. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's a t-shirt, man. Let's sell that. 
if I'm, I'm in, I'm in. I done moved some t-shirts in my you, deck too. Yeah, look, you know, you got the goods and services part down, right? Help me. Yeah, if you sell a physical product, I'm your guy. All right. I, I have sold everything from kids' toys to adult toys. Wow. <laughs> he said I kids' sell toys products. to adult toys. I love I can it. sell products. Different websites, people. Different websites. Di- different websites. Right. All can be found on Amazon. That's though. right. But, but mama got to be happy too. Right? Yes, she does. <laughs> I love it. I love it, Brandon. So listen, I'm not going to take too much more of your time. Tell people how they can find you, get in touch with you, website, social media tags, uh, all that kind of email address, all that kind of good stuff. Because I imagine when people hear this, they are going to want to talk to you. Okay. Our website is branding by Brandon. That's B-R-A-N-D-I-N-G-B-Y-B-R-A-N-D-E-N dot com. And those are our social handles. You same branding by Brandon on Facebook and Instagram. We use those two platforms. And if you want to find us on Clubhouse, we are at the handle at Marketing 101. Perfect. This was amazing. Thank you so much. I have a feeling this is going to be the first of many conversations. And I hopefully in 2021, we'll be able to collaborate with you on some other things that I have going. We'll talk offline about that. But this has been absolutely fantastic. You dropped a ton of gems here. You really laid it out for people. And I think that anyone listening to this, whether they are a new entrepreneur or a seasoned entrepreneur will be able to get something out of this. And it's the push that we all need to keep doing it, keep grinding, keep going forward in in 2021. So I thank you immensely for the listeners. You are a friend of the show. Thank you for your time. And um, hey, let's schedule another one real soon. Thank you, Monica. I'm glad to be included into the huddle. Thank you so much. Ready, break, my friend. Ready, break. (laughs) And cut. All right. All right. That was pretty good. That was good. Yeah. I appreciate you. I got to get my this pleasure to the, the editors. I don't know how to do none of this. I got the people do that. And lower third stuff down there and some music and all of that. Um, so we should do that in the next couple of days. And then I will let you and Taylor know um, the drop date so that then we can get the artwork up so we can share it on each other's social medias and all that kind of good stuff. Um, There'll be a promo clip that they're going to clip from it too. What I do now is I have to listen to like something that was really good, you know, that kind of like to tease it. They'll they'll do a teaser out of it and then we'll share that teaser and then we'll drop it. It'll go up everywhere. Apple, you know, Spotify, blah, 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 and rah, rah, rah. So um, no problem. And then I will reach out to you on some other things, new websites dropping. I got some things popping over here, but I yes. would love to get a consult at least. And I got some coins. Um, so I, I should be able to get a space on your um, on your agenda. Oh, right? oh, yeah, absolutely. We'll take care of you. Monica, All right. You sure. do good, good, good. You take care. What's the weather like where you are? Um, actually we got, the sun just came out. It, it has kind of rained a little bit for the last two days, just a little bit. I mean, it's California. Right. So we gonna, so the sun is out. I actually have my window here in the office open to give good lighting because we was recording, <laughs> <laughs> but it looks really nice. I mean, it's like overcast, right. but you still can see the sun shining down. So cool. And are California, you originally from Cali? No, I'm from, I was born in Florida, raised in Georgia. Oh, and then so I said, I'm going to Cali. No, I went to the Marine Corps and was in Japan. Um, and then from Japan, got stationed in California and loved it and decided to set up shop here. Wow. All right. Why not? Um, and the Marine Corps, huh? Hadn't picked you yes. for a Marine. but and Most people don't. <laughs> I, I've decompressed it. And it's funny because my friends who knew me back then, they was like, you're so different now. How did you you know, switch it back? Yeah. And I was like, uh, and it's funny because even even still, I find myself in the grocery store and I'm like almost marching and I'm like, why am I doing this? So I really um, have done a great job at reintroducing myself into civilian life because um, I, I was hardcore Marine Corps. Wow. Um, so, you know, um, it's just been a process now of bringing it. Yeah. Back to- and out of all the branches, the Marines are the ones, you the know, best. They're the best. Yes. Yes. But y'all also known to be a little crazy. Right. But we're we're, we're not crazy. Um, Let me let let me dispel that. We're still recording. So go ahead. Get it together. Get me together. We're we're (laughs) not crazy. 
we just see things from a different vantage point that everyone doesn't have the luxury of seeing things. Spoken like a true branding expert. You just rebranded the Marines in my head. (laughs) Okay. Yes, because we're not. Everyone just we we're here to protect and serve. And listen, let me tell let me make myself clear. If I had to choose which branch of the service I would want someone rocking with me in dangerous time, it's always been y'all. They they know if ands and but I and in that order. Uh, Marines, and then Army, Navy, Air Force. I didn't, unless they got to land the plane that I can assure we're going to get, I have no use for them. <laughs> okay, I might be better off by myself. Oh, they good. They got fighters. I might be rougher than some of them dudes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about the Air Force, but I appreciate everybody's service. We're still recording in case this goes anywhere. I appreciate everybody's service. <laughs> no, all my brothers and sisters in arm, you know, it, it takes a lot to be in, in service and it takes a lot to be a spouse of a service member and yeah. a family member. Absolutely. Someone who's serving. Yeah. Um, so I definitely don't take it lightly. Um, so everyone who went before me and will come after me. I thank them for what they do. Absolutely. I appreciate that. I appreciate you. And you're still serving. You're still serving. You just, it's just different now, just a different group, but we'll always be of service. Well, on that note, sir, I'm signing off. I'll take care. You take care and I'll talk to you soon. All righty. Have a good one. Bye. I, t- I told you guys, I told you, I told you, I told you, I loved this interview. I love this episode of The Hello. I am currently using branded strategies to grow all of my different uh, businesses that I have, and I'm staying disciplined. What is holding you back today from being disciplined? Is it the people around you? Is it some kind of mindset that you're stuck in? Whatever it is, man, you've got to you got to figure out what those roadblocks are and you got to become disciplined and then you have to stay disciplined. And then the world is yours. So go out there, have a wonderful week, do what you need to do to become disciplined. Follow me, download, subscribe, visit my website, monicadlivingston.com, www.monicadlivingston.com. I don't care if you text me, 703-898-2754. Follow me on Instagram, livingston3636. Man, find me. Google me, baby. I'm everywhere. All right? Take care, and thank you for joining The Huddle with Monica D. Livingston. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.